my name is Christina Nice and this is the Christina Nice podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing the complexities around grief. This podcast aims to set the tone for the launch of my children's book series. I'm going to discuss some really hard-hitting topics like loss of a parent to addiction, loss of a sibling, the grief that comes from a loss of a parent suddenly, and the grief with long-term illness. We're gonna look at abandonment, trauma. We're gonna discuss hope, restoration, empathy, overcoming, all of these things that are part of their journey through grief. Children are, of course, at the focus of the books, specifically age 10 and below, but that's just the baseline here, the heartbeat of the Christina Nice podcast is to get the conversation going on some of these harder topics. So let's start that conversation now. This is my first episode here on the Christina Nice podcast and I am going to introduce myself to you as a creative, as a storyteller and an author and as a creative human. So my influences draw from Frida Kahlo, who was known for her painting, and I'm very inspired by Mexican art. And my favorite thing about her is that she was self-taught. So I am a self-taught artist. I like to look at myself as self-made in the creative space. I have worked as a fashion in the fashion world. I have worked as a stylist. I have always had painting and creativity and art in my life and spoken word has always inspired me. But ever since I was a little girl, children's books were a really big deal to me. Charlotte's Web in particular stands out through the course of my life as a significant influence over my childhood. Curious George, he was curious and always getting into a little bit of trouble and I always loved that about George. And one of the spin-offs of the curiosity of George is gonna be found in the loss of a parent to addiction. The child adopts a very curious rescue cat. That is sort of a play for me on George, but it's its own cat, but the curiosity factor of the rescue cat reminds me of just waiting as a kid to see what George would be up to next. And another huge artistic influence in my life, I would be ridiculous not to say Wes Anderson. He has significantly influenced me in my creative space. And I think what I really like about What I really take from him is that he wants you to see what he wants you to see and feel what he wants you to feel. He doesn't hide anything and he has this way of 
unapologetically showing up um, creatively and I am like that in this in this work that I'm doing with the children's books you're gonna know how I want you to feel and you're gonna know I want you to see what I want you to see and it's gonna be significant because you'll know when Badger comes that he has trauma and you'll just know Fox is the voice of empathy. You'll be able to see, feel, know. And that's really important to me because there isn't anything more special to me than seeing a child be seen or heard in an empathetic way or seen or heard in their pain, in their joy. And as an adult, there's nothing more important to me when I'm understood and I'm seen and I can feel what they want me to feel and I can see what they want me to see and it's all clear. So that's Wes Anderson, for me, he does that creatively so well. I'm also influenced by a lot of the same things that he is. Moonstruck's one of my favorite movies. I was strongly influenced by Japanese animation um, as a creative and I think that in the books you're gonna feel this heartbeat of vintage and antique which you see a lot like in Fantastic Mr. Fox or uh, Moonrise Kingdom you know some of my characters have leather straps holding cameras and my mom was a poet which some of you know my late mother and she was also an antique dealer so I tend to lean towards an antique feeling in the children's books in the illustration in my vision of what they look like they're carrying old cameras and some of them have those little eyeglasses and you're gonna see some of that and the storylines but when we address loss I have sat with families that have lost children to overdose and I have sat with families that have young children and a husband is in active addiction and here we are, the children are feeling abandonment. And I've also been with families that have young children that have lost parents suddenly and some have, it's been cancer or life-threatening illness that has taken them. And so in these places of really deep grief, there's not a lot of books out there for it. And so that really inspired me to come to a place to write about this topic. But as a creative, I've always been in love with things that are light and happy and joyful so much so that I have to mention the Muppets I was heavily influenced by the Muppets as a kid so much to the point where myself and my big sister started a cupcake company called Muppet Cupcakes where we made vegan cupcakes in the likeness of the Muppets and we did Alice in Wonderland. There's another big um, creative influence in my life um, for a children's book. But I'm going to tell you those Muppets, 
all day, every day. I loved the Muppets. And, and so when we launched our company, the Muppet Cupcakes, that took off like you wouldn't even believe. That was like the most epic grassroots effort I ever made. I think it was my space back then. Um, and then Facebook was just starting. We were all just starting to switch from Facebook, um, from MySpace to Facebook. So it was really, that's kind of when the Muppet Cupcakes were being born. And to the point, the Muppet Cupcakes took off so much that the actual Muppets, when they launched that movie, they reached out to me to do the movie premiere in LA. And do the cupcakes and at the time I was working in software and so was my sister and we just couldn't make the schedule work to go to LA and we couldn't find the right kitchen there's some codes and stuff there but I mean the Muppets influenced me as a child they influenced me as a creative um, I love that <laughs> I love everything about the Muppets and I love that time in children's, in the children's world when the Muppets took off. That was my generation, but particularly um, important here, along with the Muppets, Sesame Street influenced me too because we did all of the Sesame Street characters as well, and we had a connection with Sesame Street. We would have a lot of communication back and forth and that was a very positive connection and that was really fun that was not that long ago 10 years ago I was making Muppet cupcakes so um, that's one of the creative sides of me that I should mention and did I go to school to be a baker no did I take any kind of design for that no but I was a self-taught artist and I liked cupcakes and I was pretty good at baking and my sister um, is also very creative as well and so the creative side of me obviously I love spoken word I am a yoga teacher I'm a Reiki master and I do unison sessions and I do a lot of work around words and I speak and I use my words. Words are so important to me. And that's another thing that has inspired me so much to really grab a hold of this concept around loss and grief and write something that children can read and that caretakers and people around them can bring to light their loss and the trauma and some of these things that are deeply intertwined um the complexities you know that come and the abandonment but there's also hope and overcoming and there's definitely huge triumphs on the journey of grief and restoration so i'm very excited to bring this series to you and i need to tell you that while writing this, while working through this process, I have spent a lot of time in areas that are forest-like. And when the sun is rising and the fog is greeting the day and I'm standing there in an open space 
with the forest and I watch the animals awake and I'm watching the woodland and sometimes farm animals and I'm telling you I am coming alive I'm seeing the characters when I was a little girl I grew up on a farm and it was deer and coyote and woodland creatures and there was always something farm animals there was always some animal around me and I was usually in the woods um, that's where I would go for adventures so where the wild things are was an influence for me Narnia was a huge influence for me as a little girl the Lord of the Rings the elves and the hobbits that that whole outdoor in the woods in the mountains on a rock by the ocean like I was always seeking the outdoors and so during this time of writing this children's book there's three that I'm writing in the series that are gonna launch I have been spending so much time just in the green and right now is a really nice time because in New England it's going from summer to autumn and that season is changing and I'm seeing a gentle release of the season of summer into uh, the season of fall and we'll move into winter and it's very the seasons that change it moves us through there's the warmth and love and connection and then we start to go through the harvest and then things have to be weeded up and rooted and make sure we have good roots to go into the winter and then there's death and loss and sadness and then we go back through spring back through life and we come back around to the summer so for me this time of season change is a particularly good creative time for me it's one of my favorite seasons to really come home to who I am as a creative and write about a heavy topic of loss for children and so I'm so thankful for the opportunity to do this and I'm so glad that I never gave up on um, my dream to create a children's book that has always been in my heart ever since I was pretty young and so it's been really beautiful and painful to come to a place where I'm going to write about these topics um, I've seen a lot of things to even introduce this as a topic and that is sad in its own right but what's really beautiful about this is an opportunity to take these ashes and make something beautiful and to take what I've experienced and what I've seen experienced around me into a creative and heart touching and really hitting home with these topics of empathy and abandonment and trauma and grief and so what my favorite thing about Wes Anderson really is that he shows up unapologetically for who he is and that is very much how I am as a storyteller as a friend as a Reiki master as a yoga teacher all the hats as a creative as an author as a podcaster as a human being as a person as a mentor as an employee you know every place that I show up I show up 
and I want you to know what I'm saying and I want to be really clear and so these books and these words that are put together are very clear and I'm excited not only to be on this journey with you with the podcast and hit some of these really hard hitting topics but I'm also over the moon happy to be able to create again to create the lemur with the overalls that I've always envisioned um, coming to life in the badger you know so this is the stuff that really lights my soul on fire so thank you so much for listening to my first episode of the Christina Nice podcast and checking it out I'm so glad that you're here I would love your support by subscribing to my podcast or following me on Instagram at Christina Nice underscore. I cannot wait to be with you next week. The Christina Nice podcast is going to produce content every week. So thank you so much and take really good care of yourselves.